right. <laughs> white dim, white walker dim the lights. status. Yeah, dim the lights. <laughs> dim the lights, baby. <laughs> I look like a white walker. <laughs> you do. Ugh. You do. And somehow it looks good on you. <laughs> well, just call me the Night King from here on out, because I'm rising from the ashes when it comes to um, this past weekend. I didn't have a terrible weekend, but we're going to talk about all the above. Did the ACC have a terrible weekend? Does it ever have a good weekend? We're going to tackle those questions on tonight's edition of the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. we got a two-man pod for the first time since Taylor and Mike went rogue. Isn't that correct, Vegas Mike? Jaffe, what's happening? Yes. Yeah, buddy, man. This is our first two-man show. Um, first for you and I since uh, it's probably midway through last year. Uh, I'm feeling good about it. I don't know. Feeling, feeling Your body's both ready. heavy and light at the same time. <laughs> what has gambling done for your basketball <laughs> consumption in the past two weeks? Let's uh, start there. Oh, man. How I much you, have you so multiplied? For those that are not aware, Virginia recently legalized – it's legalized in Virginia, you know, do it right. Um, yeah, let me tell you, it's been a different experience uh, for me. You know, I mean, you know, what it does is it broadens your horizons, I would say. You know, I feel like this could be such an analogy for other things. But, um, you know, I, I just feel like right now, why, why do I care about Evansville plus 20 against Loyola Chicago? Let me tell you why I care because it's a great friggin' value. That's and I why went, I care about listen, it. Listen, I so, went back to that well twice. Know, I'm not even, I'm not making that up. I was in the Evansville camp on Saturday and Sunday. You see, isn't this just great? It brings people together. <laughs> so what, yeah, that's right. That's right. There's nothing. I mean, they need to propose legalizing sports gambling on the Senate floor. It's the only thing that's going to heal this country, Luke. Let me tell you. I'm with you. Every night is an adventure. Tonight's an adventure. Tomorrow's an adventure. Super Tuesdays have become something to look forward to. If you're having a dull Friday night, which yeah. everybody does, because yeah. I mean, we've all been locked up like sardines, you know, depending on which state you're in. Um, or at least there's just not that much action going out. So you might as well have action indoors. So, yeah, so far, I think so good. Yeah, that's right. And I do love that's when right. You- I can't go to the gym. I can't go to the gym, so I get sweaty in my house, you know, just watching these lines. And you um you send out the bat signal of a new bonus or a new value, which I just I eat it up. It's a text message I look forward to. <laughs> I think I'm going to turn off all my notifications and just wait for those yeah, texts. But let's talk basketball, okay? Yeah. What happened in this league? Uh, oh, wait, Duke, North Carolina. What are the least memorable Duke, Carolina games of my lifetime? Uh, well, last year was so not true. that bad. It was actually memorable last year because I was watching the entire game from above the rim. And I'll tell you what, was it exciting when Duke had that ridiculous Jones intentional miss off the rim. I was right there for the, I mean, the ball was coming right at me as if I was in a (laughs) virtual reality type of situation or a video game and then it clanks off, they get it. And then I see the ball go in. So last year actually was memorable, even though the quality of basketball wasn't as high as we've been accustomed to. Say back yeah, in the, two- the rare the rare win for the above the rim camera mm-hmm. the rare win. So 2017, <laughs> I think, was the pinnacle of both Carolina and Duke. If we're looking at the caliber of how good the teams were that year, 2019 as well. So 2019 was great between the two of them. 2017, really good, underrated. They split that year. Carolina wins the title, 
and that's the Duke team which flames out early against South Carolina, which had Luke Kennard and Jason Tatum. But this current crop, I hate watching both of these teams. I'm sorry. And I'm not saying this in a biased <laughs> manner. Do you enjoy watching either Duke or North Carolina? I mean, the North Carolina-Clemson game, 17 turnovers, and they were trash. Clemson's like, we're going to pack everybody around the paint. We're just going to form a little circle. I mean, we're doing Thrones references. We're going to do this like the Battle of the Bastards, you know? We dare oh, you to try nice. to feed the post. That's nice. We dare <laughs> you. And you know what? Carolina was dared into it, and Caleb Love's trying to throw bounce passes to Baycott. I mean, there's like 15 hands in the way, and turnover, turnover, turnover. It was a, a nightmare for Carolina against Clemson. And, I mean, the Duke-Carolina game was total – I mean, I can't live in a world where Caleb Love gets 25, and, you know, and it's like unceremonious, and I, I don't enjoy it, and Matthew Hurt – uh, gets seven, and you know it's just not a not a good game. I mean, the problem is that Duke played well; they played really well, and they still were terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, so I can't live in that world where that matchup comes down to that. Are we ready to bury Duke? Is there one more? It's just battle of the know, bulge resurgence for Shashevsky. I don't know, dude. We we dug that grave so long ago. I can't believe that. Like, how's it not filled? How have we not put all the dirt on top? How is it not already over? I mean, this Duke team is not talented. I mean, that's just they're never getting basketball. Where we're at right now. I mean, I, I shouldn't say not talented. I shouldn't. I shouldn't say not talented. They're not built to win basketball games. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Jalen Johnson and Matthew Hurt individually are very talented, but they're not built to like win ACC basketball games and they're not built to win te- games in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, I mean, they, they're kind of good at basketball sometimes. How to but get the, basketball the real question though is like, that's going to be, I want to pivot away. I want to, I, I want to, what'd you say? That's going to be our title. Kind of good. Kind of not good at basketball. Kinda I was going to say that I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I want to pivot away from the whole Duke narrative. I feel like that's bogging down the NCAA field and NCAA journalism as a whole. News alert: Duke doesn't matter this year. All right, we yeah, you've heard don't. people mention it a couple of weeks, and they really don't matter this year. So the real question is, you know, is North Carolina actually very good? No. And can they actually make I, I know the know, answer to that question. Can no. they make it to the second weekend of the NCAA tournament? I'm gonna say no. I, I was think ready to I say know where this is going. Well, I, I'm a bitter man right now. Like a, I don't know, somebody scorned. I guess you know, just sort of like the Night King in a way. Um because I was ready to say Carolina's has come around. They figured something out. That was before the Clemson debacle. And I can't go back. I can't. I can't keep doing it. I mean, this is. It's was just it, like a. It's a relationship where you're hoping for somebody to heal and change. They're not. You're the same man that your wife married. Carolina's not changing. They're not. They are who they are. And I'm not going back to them. Mm-hmm. I'm not backing them anymore. I'm sorry. I can't do it. <laughs> but then, who am I going to back in the ACC? This. This I, is from a man. Who, who, I mean, yeah, I was about to say because you texted all of us. You, bet, you texted all of us on Saturday that you had divorced Clemson. Yeah, I, I did. Some, at some point earlier in the week. And then Clemson decided that to was get a really hot. Early because, uh, this, I'm, let's just go yeah, with this right, analogy right, right now. 
it's just it's awful <laughs> what these exes are doing to me because I started with Clemson for yeah. I was there day one then everybody came out and and then everybody left then eventually I left and they said check this out Luke we're gonna win uh, a game against right. let's see who was uh, who was our first win before Carolina who'd they stop oh, they beat Georgia Tech I, was right it the, was it the Syracuse game oh, yeah Georgia Tech yeah Georgia Tech then oh that's North another. Carolina or North Carolina then Georgia Tech. Then Syracuse. Yeah, the Syracuse game was embarrassing. Wait a minute. Oh, no, no, no. I, I messed up you there. They know? lost. They were about, talk about. No, they lost to um, they lost to Georgia Tech. They beat Louisville in their comeback game after the losing skid. Then they lost to Duke, and they got just their doors blown right. off by Duke, and that should not happen. Then they beat Carolina and then Syracuse by wide margins. Speaking of Georgia Tech, another lover who's just all over the place. All over the place. I was yeah. going in on them last time we talked. Remember that on the podcast? And uh, right, how do right. you handicap but see, this that's, team? I think, I think while that, while while that hasn't shown up for you in terms of results, you know, I mean, I, though they did somehow blow that cover against Duke, they were actually in that game throughout. Um, I thought they had a nice oh, no. performance this past weekend um, against Notre know, Dame. Well, Notre Dame's the hottest fighter, team in the league, but you know, Alver- they are. Yeah, Notre Dame's legit. Notre Dame's a legit squad. How many games did you it know? take? So How many games I, did it take? I don't know. I mean, your your faith in Georgia Tech is not like ill placed. You know, <sighs> they're te- they're super talented. You know, Moses Wright and Jose Alvarado might be my favorite one two combination in the ACC, even though they may not be the best. But I, know. I love them together. Why did they have to get their doors blown off by Louisville, another team who I, I is impossible to handicap? Syracuse <laughs> is too. Forget them all. Who can we trust right now to either be bad or decent? Because we yeah. can't trust anybody to be good yeah, except know. for maybe Florida State and Virginia. And may in Virginia Tech, we can trust them to be decent. I didn't like what I saw against Miami, even though they did have a miracle cover after that uh, late three to force overtime. Or it was a push, not a cover. So who can we trust to be either bad or good? Ooh. I, um, I mean, you can't, this is the thing. You can't even trust Wake Forest to be bad because they're actually not that bad right now. Um, and you would think that maybe, okay, maybe you could, you can definitely guarantee that Boston College will be very oh, bad. I forgot for about the Jim Christian. We, future. we can trust okay? in, I mean, there's nothing better. There's. N- we can trust in that ineptitude. You can bet against BC, you know, for the foreseeable future, you know, and I think, I think you're right to trust Virginia, obviously. I mean, they're, they're consistent. Um, I think they're going to consistently be one of the best cover teams in the ACC and in yeah. Florida state, but the rest of them, I, I just think that I, you know, I believe in Florida state. Um, I do too. I do. I, I was saying, you I don't know, know, I think that the others, you know, you have to take I think, I think Florida state's going to me, come you, back as a bat out of hell. Initially. They're going to come back as a bat out of hell after this break. That's my prediction. Now, Virginia, that's what I was doing the and about. Because they've had a couple in a row where they haven't covered. Well, they pushed against NC State, and then they blew the cover against Pitt, even though they had a very healthy lead, and they just went dull down the stretch. And I'll tell you what, I bet you those guys were running sprints. I don't know why, but Bennett was heated after that win. And I mean heated. I mean, he said it in his postgame about how... Really? Yeah, how they just... I don't know, fell asleep in the final five to seven minutes, didn't defend well, turned the ball over. He's like, it's unacceptable. We had a couple good things happen to us, but overall, I'm disappointed. <laughs> so he said, "I would if we're going to say it in a loss, I'll say it in a win as well. I'm disappointed. But anyway, 
That's why I don't know if we can quite trust them to be covered right. machines. I mean, I- all right, I, I feel that. I mean, you touched on it initially that the greatest mystery, though, is Louisville. I mean, so if Virginia, I think, is pretty bankable and so is Florida State, then Louisville is the great mystery to me because they are, to me, a team that seems among the most talented and most well-put-together teams in the entire ACC. I mean, they're just highly skilled. I just I wonder, you know, when will they finally start to be able to consistently pull, you know, five or six games together in a row i just i don't know well, when that's going to happen for them i mean they're they're my great mystery they're the great wild card of the acc right now i'll tell you what they're the poor man's virginia they're the poor man's virginia listen to this Ooh. they have talent the pieces seem okay, to fit right on me they have decent chemistry positionally they're very diverse diverse skill set so you've got david johnson and carly jones and then if you go into, if we're looking at our wings, you've got Williamson, who has been a disappointment this year, but still certainly has the talents. You've got these pieces that seem really good together, and when it works, it works. But they're not defending at a really elite level like we've become accustomed to with Louisville and like we've become accustomed to with Virginia, even though Virginia is still top 15, I think, in Kempom. But like I'm saying, we're used to these teams being um, boa constrictors or being relentless defensively and it's not happening so despite the fact that the pieces do seem to fit and they also don't have as many grown men as we've seen over the years from louisville and virginia we don't have any enochs out there we don't have any darion atkins we don't have just grown or i mean even jack salt i mean even though Mm. just throwing out those big grown developed Men, for lack of a better word. Right, right. So you're saying that that, that lack of uh, the lack of experience across the board is is hurting them, right? Yeah, yeah. I can, I could see that. They, I mean, look, nothing settles a team like Enoch backing you down and giving you like six straight points or getting to the line. I mean, luckily they have like the oldest player in the ACC with Carleek Jones. I feel yeah. like who can steady them, you know, maybe small in stature, but, but big in presence, you know, um, but they don't have but a mood. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's I mean, all I'm saying. Me, Chris Mack's team is whole. <laughs> Honest, but they, they've wholly underperformed. I feel like this year, I feel like, <laughs> they they've just like I feel like they're like a natural top three team in the ACC and right now they're they're not there so I mean you know Notre Dame has overperformed across all metrics I mean Nate Lashevsky yeah, has been go. to me yeah, amazing um, and I think Jawan Durham has really stepped up in the past few games which is really the difference for uh, for Notre Dame here in the past few games you know what would have been nice I, I know you're really pumped about Notre Dame. Would have been nice not to start the year 0-5 in the league, right? Would have been nice for a change. <laughs> Maybe don't were start they, 0-5. Were, were they 0-5? They were they were at least Yeah. They were at least three and two in uh, my heart. No, hold up. You know? <laughs> Duke lost, Virginia lost, Carolina lost, Virginia Tech lost, Virginia lost. Then they had their two-game winning streak, and then they lost to Virginia Tech again. Then they lost to Pitt. And then they got the wins over Pitt and Wake, and they should have beaten Georgia Tech, and that so, that's one. But they covered in all those three. Once they had the oh, dude, resurgence. Luke, you, Luke, I didn't even realize it. You know what Notre Dame is? Are you ready for this? Notre Dame is the line. 
we we've always talked about the line yeah. in years past yeah. but notre dame is the line this like year. you don't it does it's not embarrassing to lose to notre dame at home but notre dame is is maybe the clearest line we've ever seen in our years of doing the line but notre dame's the line this year every team that you said that beat them that's an above that's a that's a respectable team you know, in my Except mind, maybe Duke. with the exception of Duke. Mm-hmm. But so, you know, the rest of them are are, uh, are respectable. I think they've become the line. I don't think they started the year as the line, though. As the, right, we're going to measure against you. Maybe they've you. grown into that. They've grown into being what we call the line, which is you measure yourself against them. Okay. And you say, hey, if we lose to this team, it's not the end of the world. But if we beat them, don't go tell on the mountain. Isn't that the, the definition of... This term we've coined. Right. Okay, good. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's the it's the line that you draw in the sand, and you say, "All right, we're a good team or we're a bad team." And you know, the teams that they lose to, those are good teams. The teams that they beat, you know, on the road are are those that are those that are bad. Um, so yeah, I think I think Notre Dame's a line. I really hope that they play uh, Georgia Tech this week. If they, if they do, that's really a uh, coming together. Of well, they the just they just me. played Georgia Tech. Don't you remember that? That's that was their last opponent, Michael. Michael. Well, yeah, but don't don't they play him again this week? But don't they play him again? It has to be rescheduled. Yeah, I, I, I don't they played think so. Back to back, no. Really? Is it? Well, no. Virginia plays Georgia Tech this week. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I know you were you were excited. What about right, these back-to-backs? Let's go out of the conference for a second. I want to talk about all these yeah. other ridiculous <laughs> mid-major games we're watching every single night. What about these ridiculous back-to-backs? Everybody had this theory that, okay, well, you take the team that oh. lost or got blown out the la- the previous night, and then you go back to that well, and then they'll do better. And that worked for a while. And then Drake said, oh, what's up, dudes? Mm-hmm. Check this out. I don't know if you saw that over the weekend. Did they lose the Valpo twice in a row? Well, they beat Valpo by about two or three, but they Did were 12-point favorites. And then they got crushed by Valpo on Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, crushed. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And, and hmm. So I don't know what to hmm. do with these. Do you? Do you have a theory? Uh, no, I think the teams that play back-to-backs, I just can't trust it because like, just the mentality of – NCAA basketball, you're built, you're conditioned to be, this is our one shot, you know, similar to the Super Bowl, you bring up the Super Bowl, you know, and I heard uh, Peyton Manning's um, details episode on uh, Tom Brady in the AFC, NFC championship, whatever, I don't watch football, but I heard his, uh, his details episode where he was like, where he was like, you know, you know, apologies to all baseball and basketball people, but you guys get a seven game series. Okay. Like the Super Bowl is one thing, you know, it's mm-hmm. one thing forever. And I think that that's what college basketball players are conditioned for. You're like, this is our like one thing, you know, just like the NCAA tournament, which is like the one thing. It's a one, you know, game, so yeah. I feel like having the back to backs. Yeah. It's just, it's just not, it's not part of what I'm used to in the college basketball landscape. I don't want to see, I don't actually want to see who's the better team. I just want to see who's the better team that night. So, sure. you know, yeah, like back to backs is very disruptive for me. <laughs> well, Evansville overperformed back to back nights recently over the weekend. That was good to see. So we have seen some underdogs, you know, not just getting annihilated the next night after showing really well. And Valpo is another case, but this is a perfect segue into the NCAA tournament. And what do we do with the ACC teams? 
Do we trust that whoever makes it in, however many, which I can mm. probably put mm-hmm. on at least, um, I don't know, uh, a decapitated hand? Could I put the ACC teams on a decapitated hand? Right? The number? Like, let me. What, I'm. I'm not gonna do <laughs> the Princess Bride six finger hand. I'm. I might do a decapitated hand with like four teams. Is that fair? Who do we have? We I have mean, Virginia, how many Virginia are we Tech, get? Florida what's, State, what's your idea? and throw in Louisville, right? What's Louisville right now? We need to look up. Louisville record. or Clemson or both? Maybe uh, Clemson's five? not making it. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, no. Yeah, I don't think both. I think one of them gets in. So sure. four, four. Yeah. And that, nobody my higher rated than a hand. three seed? Nobody higher than a... Well, oh, man. If Virginia just goes on a, a tear and then then potentially you could see, I think they could creep up to a one. It depends on what happens with a lot of other teams. I mean, I was falling out of the sky uh, just a free fall. So if we have any more of those, I don't think that's going to happen to Ohio State, but it could. Right. It could. So back to the original. Okay, whatever ACC teams do get in, do we have potential for them to be these, it's one game, and maybe do they get undervalued, or are they just going to get smoked? That's my question for you, Vegas Mike Jaffe. Mm-hmm. And if there's one of these four or five teams, it will yeah, we'll love I actually Clemson in there. Which one of them has the best chance? I mean, to be as, on as I think about these it? teams, I would say as you know, thinking about them seated like three through ten, you know, I would actually like all of them. I mean, to make it to the second weekend. I mean, <laughs> I, I think Virginia. I think Florida State. I think. I I think even like a rogue Louisville team, you know, you get a little. Hopefully, they go on a little heater, you know. I mean, I could see I could see those teams doing well in the NCAA tournament. I don't think they're good teams, but I think that they're even North Carolina. Like I've said, that North Carolina is a second second weekend team. I mean, I could de- I could definitely see that in the tournament where it's unsteady and you just have three bigs down low just. You know, not really doing anything special, but and especially if they can continue to play well defensively, all those teams that you mentioned defend really well. And, you know, in these uncertain times, there's three things you can bank on death, taxes and defense, mm-hmm. baby. So, I mean, I think that those teams could they could all show out in the NCAA tournament, man. I I like them better than than the Big Ten teams, for instance, to make it to the second weekend. I think the ACC gets fewer in, but I think there, at the end of the day, there are more ACC teams in the second weekend than there are Big Ten teams in the second weekend. We've talked a lot about Louisville in this podcast, but I want to bring him back to the cards yet again. Are they the good home team? Are they the shaky road team? That's the only thing I worry about. Oh, because their splits are so bad, right? Well, they're not atrocious. They just feel like the home team this year. They've got that vibe, and there's a little bit of data to back it up. Their, their loss at, at the Yum Center was to Florida State, and that was just a, a blowout from start to finish. But Florida State's really good. Yeah, and you don't just go into Miami and win either, you know, obviously. <laughs> and they lost to a talented Wisconsin team. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they have their issues, but I feel like their team – and what they have with Williamson and Dre Davis down low, along with their excellent guard play, I just feel like, 
I feel like this is a team that's built to make a run. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they won of their next six, if they won, if they won five of their next six, I think hmm. they figured it out. Well, they get Virginia tech on Saturday. That's a fascinating Why well, Hasn't that game been postponed already? Oh yeah. Louisville's on pause. Why are we even talking about them? Let's go to somebody else. Another, I mean, Florida State's on pause as well. So, <laughs> well, what tournament teams can we talk about? We talk about Virginia all the time. Yeah. So, have we, have, have we circled back to Georgia Tech and North Carolina in that clump again? I don't want to talk about Syracuse. They've hurt my feelings yeah. too much this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mad at them. No, I think we should just talk about mid-majors the whole time. I mean, that's where I'm at. <laughs> like you, you want to talk about the Ramblers again? Look, I mean, they're yeah, exactly. Let's talk about Loyola, baby. Come on, they can't. You can't. You can't take out those Ramblers. Rank Loyola, you cowards. They are ranked. Come on, rank. Did you them. see the poll this week? They're, they're ranked. So good. They're Settle so down. Good. They're better than they Settle were their final down. four year. Maybe uh, <laughs> it's possible, but they are ranked. So, I mean, you can. That are hill has been, you've conquered that hill and you've got a nice plot there. You can move to another hill to whine about. We're not whine about, just um, give an exhortation to the college basketball community, which you well, you and I are vibrant members of the college basketball wait, community. Wait, did they did they rank you? Yes. Yeah, that's we what are, I, but did, wait, they, they just came out. Did they rank Did they rank Loyola? Yes, I've been saying that for the last 30 seconds. Yes, Loyola's ranked. There were about 21. I, I miss it. Oh! I feel like the people that hit the game stop stop. You know, they're like, oh, it finally paid off. <laughs> who dis? Who dis? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who dis? Oh, that's great. They probably replaced like Drake, you know, like Drake. They're like, oh, we gave you a oh, customary gosh. 25. That will slot Loyola in there. Okay. Well, uh, that's good. Any that other mid majors who should be All on our right. radar? I like Wright State this year. Jeez, they are fun. Um, as anything, dude. Wright State. Wright State is good. Like it's a look. I can't believe Loudon Love still plays basketball. I mean, that dude is. He's been there forever. I remember when he was crushing it as a freshman. It's just like he's a dude that's built like the Terminator. Just like a great center down low for them. But you know, actually, one team I've been interested in um, that. I was actually going to say East Carolina. I mean, they're not going to make the tournament. But they're gonna cover they beat Houston. That was the, the head actually, scratcher of the year in the midweek. I was looking at that game and yeah, yeah. saying, oh, wow, there's a Houston live line out right now, currently four plus one with about seven or six minutes to go in rev- regulation. And Houston was down about seven. I was like, okay, sign me up. And what happens from there? It's the longest final two minutes of regulation that I've seen. Where I eventually I just turned it off when I knew that um, EC was not going to miss a free throw. So that was one of the biggest head scratchers. You got, you of got the pirated. Month. Yeah, I did. Arc. I mean, that was a that was. Let's talk about that night last week. I I don't want to get too mopey and complainy because we've had good moments. We've had good <laughs> runs. But was Wednesday of last week, or was it Tuesday? I could feel you getting ready to go down the rabbit hole. The absolute bloodbath where the massive home dogs all came out and said, "Um, Vegas, we're going to keep the lights on for you. So it started with the Houston game. ECU over Houston. ECU's a, what, a 12, no, 15, 18-point underdog. That's how it started. Then it moved into the Villanova Wildcats, and I threw the bat signal out to you guys, and I feel bad for it. Going up against St. John's, 
I didn't know St. John's was St. John's until after that game, and now I've been riding them. But that was just a pathetic Villanova showing. The turnovers were just atrocious. Colin Gillespie had a, oh, a Gillespie they were. They special. Were. They, were, they were atrocious. There's nothing worse than putting out the bat signal and having yeah. everybody you know it's jump on the line, and then it ends up being wrong. It's just there's no worse feeling. It's a terrible feeling. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a retrospective. That, but yeah, you always got to remember, man, Champagne, Champagne. Is that your word of the year, your 2021 word of the year? Or did you use What's that as that? Your, your 2020 word of the year, Champagne? It's all you talk about, Pitt Champagne. Oh, Champagne? No, I'm just saying. You know, Is that like... your, your word of the year, Champagne, <laughs> for Mike Jaffe? <laughs> Well, the, my favorite thing is that, you know, you put me on to Greg Peterson recently and he, I love that he still calls him champagne. <laughs> I heard him say champagne quite a few times. So I'm just like reiterating it for, for people that uh, listen to Greg. I, I, by the way, Greg over there doing the Lord's work. Let me tell you, <laughs> he really is. I mean, he may sound like an auctioneer when you listen to him on the podcast, but gosh, that guy puts in so much work. If you are at all into college basketball betting, Make sure to give that guy a like and a follow. Gosh, like send him a send him a mortgage payment or something, man. That guy is putting in hard work. I want to nominate <laughs> him for a Nobel Prize, and I think he's deserving of a Nobel Prize. At this point, I don't want to say he's like a family member, but he's he's a close friend. I wake up with his <laughs> content. I go to bed with it. He's working, I don't know how many hours a day. He sleeps two hours a day. I think I know his routine better than a lot of, I don't know, my relatives. Is that fair? And his new system right. is great. Well, check right. out GUnit81 on Twitter. He's just the best. And listen to that podcast. And if you listen to it at not two times speed, but 1.5 times speed, it'll sound like one of the best auctioneers you've ever heard or Mickey Mouse or maybe a combination of both. So just check it out and uh, rev up the speed. It's really something else. Oh, man, that is bold. That is bold. That is only for the true hardcore listeners to be able to listen to Greg at 1.5x, man. Well, some of them are four hours long. What are you going to do? We got games to pick, and that's what we're going to do right now. So let's look ahead on the schedule. So Yeah, let's try to do – let's do Greg proud here. Let's do Greg proud. Are we going to talk really fast? I get tongue-tied yeah, easily. Yeah. And we got somebody here that's got 14, 14 boards and six point six rebounds, and he's got a, bugab- a bugaboo <laughs> in the past week or something. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> dude is so Midwest. Yeah. All right, anyways, let's make him proud. Yeah, okay, him proud. so these are not official lines, but this is a run-to-the-window opportunity, not walk. Notre Dame getting six-and-a-half at Cameron against Duke. This is a Tuesday game. Oh. Notre Dame. Man. Say it. Say it, Mike. I know you want to. Yeah. Say it. Yeah, you'll get it from me. Notre Dame money line. <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's it. Or <laughs> pay me. That was great. I'm on the Irish. I'm on the Irish. And, yeah, and some man, it's nice state. to see the Irish finally coming through. Man. Okay, uh, so that's yeah, enough. I'll, I'll definitely be all We can't even have a discussion on this because you and I are so sold on Notre Dame's resurgence and Duke's second demise, or is it their third demise this year? I don't know. What can we break down in this game? Um, I mean, if you really wanted to think about it, you could, you could, (laughs) if you really wanted to, I don't want to, but, um, I mean, just, I mean, just because Notre Dame is so much better, (laughs) I mean, but, but sure, if you, if we want to explain it to the, uh, layman folk, um, 
No, I mean the the problem for well maybe the problem of this podcast and the problem with me is that I this is a podcast where I picked Wendell Moore to finish uh as the ACC player of the year. Digest oh, no. that for a second. I yeah, if you go back to episode 1 I picked Wendell Moore. And the reason I picked Wendell Moore was because the Duke wing position is to me, one of the most important positions in all of college basketball. I mean, I think Jason Tatum did an amazing job with it. You know, I, I think that others, you know, whenever Duke is successful, that wing is successful. And right now, they have nothing on the baseline whatsoever. You know, there's just no – Wendell Moore single-handedly uh, choked, you know, at the end of that uh, Duke-North Carolina game. The best – I mean, just the most Wendell Moore, Moore mm-hmm. moment ever where he's driving to the basket and has no plan of what to do with the ball. It just He just comes down with it. You know, he just travels. <laughs> you know, he's just like, uh, well, you know, I'm yeah. Wendell Moore. What do you expect? Why not? <laughs> you know? Yeah, why not? That was beautiful. You know? It's just a beautiful and little they, they, soliloquy right there. They just Keep going. It really is. I mean, they 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 have no they have no guard play, and honestly, they have a better version of Matthew Hurt in Notre Dame, in Nate Lashevsky, who I think has been playing great this year. Uh, Juwan Durham, I think you know defensively should be able to lock down Jalen Johnson in the paint, and then for for Notre Dame, you know I think Prentice Hub and Dane Goodwin, um, I think are are better than any two guards on the Duke team. So. Um, yeah, I mean, just give me give me Notre Dame all day, every day. You know, there's nothing there's nothing left there in Cameron. Give me the Irish. Give me Notre Dame. <laughs> Pay me. I'll say it. I couldn't have added anything to that. That was excellent. So let's go on to Syracuse and NC State, a game I generally stay away from. But I've got a little, yeah, I've got a little twinkle in the eye for NC State right now. I don't know why. I think that they well, could wear like Syracuse that. out. I think they have energy. They're Playing a little bit differently without Devin Daniels, but um, everybody seems more engaged, and our main man Funderburg is back as well. So I, I think this Syracuse team, well, not that they haven't been a disaster, but do you really see them getting up and fighting really hard for an NC State game? Maybe if they were playing, I don't, I don't know, a, a team who was higher up there in the echelon or if it was an old Big East rivalry game, which everybody likes to talk about. I just don't see Syracuse getting up for this game. Right, it's in Raleigh right. too. I'm, right, and yeah, and I mean, gosh, Clemson sucked the life out of Syracuse in that game on Saturday. I guess I was a part of the Syracuse train that uh, mm-hmm. it just you know Syracuse so good defensively in the guard spot, especially you know just really locked down Bayheim and company. But I agree with what you said that NC state is playing differently. And I like the way that they're playing. I mean, Cam Hayes, I think has played really well for them since, um, since Devin Daniels went down. And I mean, Manny Bates, I mean, is Manny Bates a second team, all ACC center? <laughs> I, I think he might be. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I love Manny Bates. I mean, I think he's great. And, um, you know, I just, the the two three zone to me is just tired. It's just tired. You know, I just think that yeah. there's there are just so many blueprints to beat it. Um, I mean, I could see NC State winning this game, but you know, NC State has its own problems defensively. I mean, it doesn't. It's not going to stop you from getting in the paint. Um, 
So I actually like if it's going to be a one point line here for Syracuse, I I would actually lean towards Syracuse here. I think Syracuse has too much offense for them. This is the game that Syracuse has been waiting for. Finally, they can run up and down the floor again. Hmm. Um, you know, free from the shackles of Clemson. You know, free from the shackles of Virginia. You know, free from the shackles of North Carolina and Florida State. That's you know, a great those point. Are, That's a great you know, point. Those, yeah, because. Those, they're just going to be able to get out and run. Against Miami, and they were I fine. You, I think you get – Against Virginia Tech, yeah. they were fine. And right. they just beat NC State. Uh, am I going to – you know what? I'm not going to go with you. I'm going to stay – I'm sticking with my guns. I'm sticking with PNC. <laughs> um, that was a good case, though. Okay, to the next game. We've talked way too much about yeah. that one. We've got a couple more to look at. Wake Forest and Boston College. Do we, do we have to think about this? Can we just Ooh. say Wake – can we just take Wake? No, all day Wake Forest. All day Wake Forest. Wake Forest is playing really well right now. And Boston College is whatever the opposite of playing well is. Yeah, I don't even want to look up this line. Do I have to? I'm just going to say Bodie by three. Yeah, it is actually Bodie <laughs> by three. No, wait, no. Wake is Forest are projected to be dogs in this game by three. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's well, they're, they're favoring the wrong side. They messed up. They done messed up. <laughs> All right. Um, they don't. They don't. Finally, what else can we look ahead to? Louisville Pitt is postponed. We have a Friday game. What? We have Georgia Tech Clemson on Friday. Do we want to talk about that, or should we just go to oh, Saturday? Yeah, that's a fun game. No, no, that's a fun okay. game. Georgia Tech Clemson. So what's the what's the projected line? Oh, let me check. Stand by. It's okay. I'll get it in a second. <laughs> Got to find me some. Who do we say Georgia Tech? Okay, yeah. Clemson by three. Yeah. Clemson, Clemson by, by three. three. The game is at Little John. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say that Clemson has definitely found its defensive swagger. Um, there's no doubt about that. But you know what? I still think this Georgia Tech team is special. Um they're old. They've got you know, seniors and juniors everywhere. Do they have any freshmen on the roster? I haven't seen a freshman at Georgia Tech or a sophomore I, at Georgia Tech I, anywhere. Unless I'm just mischaracterizing yeah, uh, somebody's grade. This is a really this is a really tough game. I, I would take I want I want to take Clemson. I want to, but I I can't. Um, they've been playing really well recently, but I believe in Georgia Tech too much. You, you don't bet against fire, all right. And I feel like Georgia Tech has a fire in their hearts. There's something about uh, Josh Passner's face shield that motivates the masses. So, mm-hmm. you know what? G- give me those Yellow Jackets, man. I think they move to. Uh, whatever they're going to be six and five after the Virginia game, so they're going to be to seven and five in the ACC. So give, give me Clemson, there you, wait. or give me Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Pastner in the face shield, it's really matured his persona. It, it and you know I think the pinata. I think he ate all the candy from the pinata. Is that fair? Right? Did the team get any? Because the team still looks great. I don't know. Josh might have taken all the pinata candy. Uh, in this game, <laughs> I I don't I'm with you. I don't trust Clemson to sustain it for what three games in a row. I can't do that, or to, for them to win four out of five. So Georgia Tech, Alvarado is too much of a ball of energy, and I think he's going to disrupt a lot of what 
Clemson wants to do. And what a great matchup between Amir Sims and uh, Moses. That's yeah. that's a great matchup. Yeah. Moses that's, Wright and Amir Sims. It really is. Cancel any Friday night plans that I had. Or, you know. <laughs> that, that's so sad. What else? Okay. Uh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Best games in the country. Anything <laughs> else? I'm going to try to cherry pick at least. I'm going to pull a Taylor in his absence tonight. Well, you should tell everybody where Taylor is. Good. Um, Taylor, I don't know where Taylor is. He had, uh, he'd lost his voice. I hope that he's doing well. I hope you're doing all right, Taylor at home. I hope you don't have the COVID. The trick question um, is, but... it's actually worse. They've taken him to the loony bin. That's actually what happened. So <laughs> yeah. he finally made so it. So he's finally taking time to write it. He's taking time to write his novel. He was inspired by John Thompson's memoir and is writing his own novel now. So he's taking some time away just to uh, to to reflect on that. I mean, I one game that I'm actually interested in, uh, you know, you talk about some games. I mean, you talk about uh, the Tuesday games. I mean, I don't know. I, West Virginia, Texas Tech is obviously like again. It's, a, it's part it's a, two. That was a crazy first game in Morgantown. Uh, yeah, come it was from a, behind win it was from a crazy v- first WVU. game. Yeah, I mean, you were you were on Texas Tech that game, right? Oh, I don't know. Was I? Maybe live. Yeah, live. We have yeah. Creighton. You Georgetown. seem like a guy. Do you, do you have a do you have a love hate relationship with Matt McClung? I mean, I feel like. He's both good and bad for you. Give me your thoughts on Matt McClung well, in 10 seconds here, 30 seconds. He helped me get the what are the covers of the year against LSU. Going on a 12-0 run down the stretch. Right. A 12-0 yeah. run to end the yeah. game to win by about three or four. So I can't really when he hit that, that. When he hit that three in the corner off the rebound, oh, yeah. just like a little part, little part of you like spurred it up. <laughs> well, I didn't spurt up too much because we were having such, uh, uh, you know, uh, some of these Saturdays have just been catastrophes for us right. in the community. That was a really right. bad one. You were involved in the bad, the, the bad Saturday. We need to name it, not Black Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> I need a name for that date. Which right. whatever, whatever. What was that battle with uh, that Game of Thrones battle? Uh, the Battle of Bastards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was the Day of Bastards, I feel like. More like you the know? Red Wedding, actually. That's what I think it felt like. I, no, that's what it felt like to yeah, me. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I, I would stay away from this game. That's my best piece of advice. And All right, well, I don't bark, I don't bet up against Marcos, Marcus Santos Silva, so give me Texas Tech all day. That's fair enough. Yeah, West Virginia, they've been playing wet, better, but they're due for a loss. And this one is at the Red Raider land. So, we're, so we'll get the mascot. What's his name? Come on. Oh, I don't even know. Puxatawney oh. Bill. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What is it? Uh, guns up. Guns up. Red Raiders. Yeah, I thought, thought Puxatawney Bill was a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, follow us at, on Twitter at ACCVBallDGens and tweet at us. I'd like some hate tweets at this point. Just somebody interact. Tell us what you're doing. We're interested. We're bored. So we're going to keep watching college basketball, and we hope you do too. All right, Mike. Until next time, cheers. Uh, All right, my dude.